books and let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest. Oh, hello. And welcome to the Somewhat Happy Hour podcast with me, Josh Vest. And uh, let me just start by saying, it's good to see you, or it's good to listen to my voice. Either way, um, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you clicked on uh, the uh, link to listen to this podcast. It's a special day. Uh, I'm recording this on February the 8th, just a few short days before the one-year mark of the Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest. Um, and I'm finally going to reveal my real voice. This is not my real voice. This is... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, it's the one year. One year ago, probably around today's current date, the 8th, I was thinking about doing a podcast. And I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm quarantining right now, so I have really nothing else to do. So why not start a podcast? And I had a microphone because I had already started teaching uh, and I had to work from home. Uh, on certain days. And also, I just brought my mic to work with me, and I just so happened to bring it home one weekend, and I thought, let's make a podcast. And we've had some upgrades, uh, you know, for the holidays this year. I bought myself a nice professional microphone. Uh, So if you go back and listen to the first few episodes and compare it to now, I'm sure the audio is a lot better. Um, But one year, wow. This episode the episode here that celebrates the one-year mark of the somewhat happy hour uh, is actually, funny enough, my 21st episode. That being said, we can all share a cheers. Uh, Because it is a Tuesday night and I do have work tomorrow uh, and I didn't have time to go get champagne uh, after I got home, uh, I am drinking uh, my water uh, that has uh, Lipton tea uh, in it, you know, like those little propel things that you rip. It's like powder and you just shake. Well, uh, that's what I'm having tonight. So cheers, everyone, to our one-year anniversary. We did it. We did it. Uh, so it's it's a super exciting, super, super exciting that uh, we've made it to a year. Now, this episode isn't the big... One year anniversary of the somewhat happy hour. No, I have a very big thing planned, or at least I'm planning it in my head. We'll see how it works out. Uh, but a few surprises and you know some things around that I'd like to do for the somewhat happy hour year one. Uh, but this episode is kind of like a, you know I'll talk about having the podcast as well as some little life updates um, and you know random blah 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 stuff. Uh, first I want to start with, um, the podcast. Uh, I'm such a podcast fan now. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, it's, it's funny. I started listening to just interview podcasts. That's how I got into podcasts was just celebrities interviewing celebrities. And then I started listening to teacher podcasts. Um, then I started listening to Broadway podcasts and then it brought me to, uh, the Golden Ratio podcast, which is a uh, these two uh, people uh, that uh, a married couple that used to live in uh, Maryland, and um, the wife she teaches at uh, the University of uh, Maryland in College Park. Uh, she's a social media professor. Her name is Jen Golbeck. Uh, she. 
uh, has a podcast called uh, the Go- Golden Ratio Podcast, uh, where they talk about their dogs, their golden retrievers. Um, they've had anywhere between four and like six dogs or seven dogs at once. Um, I listen to that weekly. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, and, you know, I've heard, you know, the, the ups and downs of what it's like, you know, adopting dogs. And they take in a lot of foster dogs, uh, older dogs. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of, you know, storytelling and reminiscing and just sharing life with that many golden retrievers and trying to clean up all the hair and whatnot all over the house. Um, but so that was like a big hook for me in podcasts. Uh, then of course I started listening to, uh, random podcasts I would just find and listen to, um, by random, I mean the most random things. Uh, like one time I listened to a podcast about, uh, yo-yos, uh, the Duncan yo-yo company. Uh, I've listened to podcasts on, uh, the, uh, the rise and fall of many uh, movie producers. Uh, I don't know. It's really random podcasts. Sometimes I just hit one. Uh, I listen to comedians. Um, Something I've really started listening to a lot of now because I am obsessed. So there's so many great shows that have podcasts uh, with actors that were in the show and it's going back and, uh, continuing to not continuing, but revisiting, um, the show. Uh, um, one of them, the first one I ever listened to was, uh, I think it's called the Gilmore guys. Uh, it's about these two guys. One of them had seen Gilmore girls. The other one had not. And they were going through the entire series. Um, and I had just finished the series. So this is a little over a year ago. Uh, shout out to my to my best friend Ellie who um, introduced uh, Gilmore Girls to me. Well, she didn't introduce it to me. My uh, it's I, I've known of Gilmore Girls, but she was the one who finally got me to watch it, and I became obsessed. Uh, but I listened to that podcast all the way through. Um, then they started talking about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, and I've listened to a few of those episodes. Uh, I do like that show a lot too. Um, and then from there, I started listening to uh, Scott Patterson has his own, he played Luke. He has his own podcast where he's going back and rewatching all the episodes from the show. Uh, I listened to Alan Cummings uh, podcast called shelves uh, where he takes something off of his shelf um, from an event, a movie, a play, uh, anything like that. And he has a guest that uh, might've been there when he got that item and they share the story of how it became. Um, um, and then, you know, I started listening to the theater podcast, theater teacher podcast, uh, fed, uh, theater education, uh, podcast hosted by, uh, uh, this wonderful, wonderful man who goes by, uh, Jimmy. Um, uh, his actual name is, uh, Jimmy, um, Jimmy, 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 uh, Crossan? No. Um, his actual name is Jimmy Chrisman, Chrisom. I hope I get that right. If I'm not, if I don't, I'm so sorry, Jimmy. Uh, but I listened to his podcast um, when I started commuting to work. So early January is when I started working um, in Stafford County as a theater teacher. Uh, and so from January to June, I listened to a lot of podcasts, uh, a lot of his podcasts, hearing different theater teachers coming in chat. Um, and then 
I was even lucky enough, and this is so crazy. Like, you know, I think about this sometimes. I was obsessed with that podcast. I listened to it on to and from work every day, uh, five days a week. Um, and then he had posted on a theater teacher's Facebook page that he would like to uh, have um, middle school theater teachers on his show. Uh, and I said, well, I'm a middle school theater teacher. I'm going into my second year of teaching. Uh, and well, technically it's my second semester uh, of teaching. Uh, but I kind of was year too because teaching the second or the spring semester of 2021 felt like uh, a full year. Anyway, but I got to be on his podcast and we talked about a lot of things and about what it's like to go uh, creating a theater program and all that lovely stuff that comes alongside the rewards and the um, lessons you learn as a theater teacher. Uh, I absolutely loved, loved being on his show. He's one of the nicest people I've ever talked to. Um, and he didn't treat it like an interview, which I try not to either. It was a really nice conversation that we had. Um, it was just about something we both love, and that is uh, teaching, teaching theater. Uh, and so I got to be on that podcast. Uh, my good friends from college have the Fun Theater Collective podcast, which I was also uh, honored to be on. Uh, my friend Rachel, my my wonderful friend Rachel, one of my dearest and bestest of pals, has her own podcast, uh, Honey Colored Glasses, which is a poetry podcast that I cannot recommend enough. Um, it's beautiful work. Uh, basically, overall, I just want to say podcasts are wonderful. Uh, I just started a new podcast. Uh, listening to one, I don't have another one. Uh, that's called Welcome to My Home, Welcome to Our House. It's uh, actors from New Girl, um, the uh, Zoe Deschanel, uh, who played Jess, uh, the actor who played Cece, and the actor that played Winston. Uh, they are all on this podcast, and they're going back and re-watching the show. That, sent, that tends to be a, um, a very popular thing right now, is people going back and watching shows that they were on and being like, oh, do I remember doing that? Which is funny. Um, but anyway, so, sorry, I got really close to my mic. Um, let's back up a little bit. Um, so, so, you know, podcasts are great and I am living out my talk show dream of having my own podcast called the somewhat happy hour with me, Josh Vest. Uh, and it's, I don't know. It's really cool. I have some really cool guests coming up. Um, one uh, is someone I went to high school with that has her own podcast, um, but I don't want to talk too much about that because that's going to come out uh, later in February or early March. Um, and then I have some other performers that are going to be on my podcast. I have some friends that are going to be on my podcast. I, I have some good stuff lined up through uh, through early spring. Um you know, I, I followed this this love and want to you know have a show like this, uh, following my dreams, and I am following my dreams right now too. Uh, you know, it's funny I call this a dream having my own show, but you know I've always wanted to you know just talk to really interesting people or people I love and sharing um, the with them with with others, and uh, I've gotten the chance to do that. I've gotten the chance to talk about things that mean a lot to me. Um, my, uh, Asian, uh, my Filipino mother, uh, my Asian heritage. And we talked a little bit about that in a few episodes, my grandma, uh, how much she meant to me and still means to me, even though she's no longer with us. 
Uh, and, and I got to share that in an episode that was unfortunately very sad uh, due to the attacks that happened uh, last uh, spring um, against uh, people in the Asian community uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, but this podcast has also done some really good. It's It comes up a lot when I go places. Um, I'm currently working on a show, and the director uh, gave me a note recently saying, oh, you should talk in your podcast voice. And I said, my podcast voice? This is my normal voice. He goes, no, no, you have a podcast voice. Uh, and then he just told the guest, oh, by the way, Josh has a, a podcast. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> we love publicity, baby. Uh Something that uh, I really, really think is funny is random times my podcast comes up. Um, I was at a grocery store once and I saw someone from high school uh, and they said, hey, it's good to see you. I actually saw on Instagram that you have a podcast called The Somewhat Happy Hour. Um, and I think it's cool. I was like, oh, thank you so much. Uh, even to the point where I was at a job interview for a teaching position. And the assistant principal interviewing me goes, so do you have a podcast? And, I, and that was like the first thing he said throughout the entire interview. And I was like, uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I, in my head, I'm thinking, sorry, someone dropped something above me. I don't know what that was. Uh, I don't even know if you can hear it. But I remember thinking, oh, God, did I say anything inappropriate? I mean, it is called the somewhat happy hour. And here I am trying to become a, a public school theater teacher. Uh, you know, I don't advertise it to my students. My students don't know I have a podcast. I don't want them to know I have a podcast. Uh, um, but, you know, nothing too inappropriate is ever talked about. I mean, it's just me usually having a drink. Uh, but like I said earlier tonight, I'm not having a drink because it is a Tuesday evening. And um, I don't feel as if it's uh, – uh, I can't, if I can't celebrate it right now, then I'm going to wait um, and have my champagne later. But uh, it's just so much fun having a podcast. I love it. And I'm doing a lot of things I love right now. I, I'm literally producing a podcast. I am doing a lot as an actor. Um, I'm working on one of my favorite farces, uh, Noises Off, uh, which is a play that has been in my life <laughs> uh, for a long time because one of my best friends, Ben, uh, was always obsessed with it. Uh, and we watched it a few times, and then I watched it every year in high school uh, because my theater teacher was obsessed with it. Um, and now I get to be in it, and I love it. It's so funny, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I get to do it at my home community theater where I grew up going to do shows and where I fell in love with the theater. Um, and so, you know, no, it's not Broadway, but it's very emotional to me to go back after, you know, uh, being there for all my childhood and then going on and, and getting the chance to go to college, study theater. And I've, you know, done some, some other shows elsewhere. And then to get to come back, uh, to the Fokker community theater and perform on that stage is it's overwhelming. Cause it, you know, yeah, it's a small stage. It's a community theater, whatever, but it brings me so much joy. And, uh, just because that's that's my theater home. That's where I fell in love with theater. That's who I found out who I was as an actor, and I learned a lot of life lessons in there as well. Um, but I'm so emotional just thinking about it right now and how excited I am to share this show with you. Uh, 
So if you're local, come see Noises Off. It runs in March. Uh, I play Tim, the uh, stage manager slash production manager. Um, and I will just say, like, you know, this. I love playing parts uh, where the character comes in and out throughout the show and is not on stage the whole time uh, because I feel like uh, I get to just jump on the running train um, and then have fun and then go, okay, I'm going to go sit down now. And that's very much the case with this play. Um, except for in act two, I'm on stage a majority of act two running back and forth, doing certain things. Uh, but it's really nice getting to jump into a comedy and then go, okay, I'm going to go and then jump back in. It's a lot of fun. It's my ideal roles in comedy, um, is one of the supporting characters. And I play Tim Allgood, who is a lot of fun. And he's like, you know, an exhausted first time stage manager who has no idea what he's doing. Um, and you can also hear me do a very mediocre, I don't even know if I call it mediocre and I'm being honest, I'm not fishing for anything, uh, British accent. Um, I'm not an accent guy. I can do voices, but not accents. Uh, but it's so much fun and I'm having so much fun doing it. Uh, and it's a nice change of pace from the last show I did, uh, which was Annie the musical. I played Rooster. So I was in a musical with a big cast, lots of children, <laughs> and then I did, did I do anything else in between? No, no, no. I, I didn't do a show in between. Uh, then I went straight into this show, Noises Off, um, about a month after. And I'm having such a great time, and I'm getting ready for um, I'm directing, so I'm going to step away from acting for the next few months That, as, as I can think of. I don't have any projects coming up. Um, I don't think I do it. No, 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 it's not, I didn't. I was going to be in a murder mystery, but uh, I had to uh, leave because of scheduling conflicts. Uh, but I am directing a few shows. I'm directing a brand new musical. Uh, I get to produce the very, I think it's the second time it's ever been produced, and it's the first time it's ever been performed live. Um, and more details about that coming soon. Uh, but uh, it's a new musical. Um, I've never directed something brand new like this. And when I was approached about it and said, we can make this work, uh, I'm really excited. It's with a, a pal of mine, uh, Ben Rollins, who we actually went to high school together. He was Mr. Cladwell in Urinetown and Reverend Chris Sparkle in uh, The Mystery of Edwin Drood. And he played Jack in the uh, second time I did The Boys Next Door. So I, I've worked with him a few times. He's also in Noises Off. He is the male understudy. So he understudies all the men in the show, and I could not do it. I can barely remember my lines, uh, let alone try to remember like over 100 for each character. No thanks. Uh, but I'm working on that. Uh, we're getting ready to work on that, and I'm really excited to work on it and share more information when the time comes. Uh, and I'm also working on Annie again, but this time I'm the director. I'm not in the show and I'm working on Annie Jr. at the school I work at. And let me just say, you know, I don't like talking about my students in particular uh, just because, you know, there's a rule against it or whatever. Uh, but my school can be a little uh, tough. You know, I have tough days. Every teacher right now is going through, going through it, period. Uh, it's very hard. Um, but when I had auditions uh, last week, casting the show, having kids approach me saying, oh, I, I want to be involved. I love this movie. I grew up watching this movie, this and that. 
it, it brought me so much joy. And today I had the read through. We only got through Act One, but it, you know, I I I, I did get a little emotional. I sat my, at my desk and I had a, little, a single tear rolling down my cheek, thinking about how grateful I am and how excited I am for some of these uh, actors, uh, as it's the very first time they've ever been in a play, been in a show been in a musical some of these people are like oh yeah i never sing but you know this inspired me to to do that um and you know being a theater teacher is one of the most rewarding things i will fight anyone that says this yes all teachers have special relationships with their students um you know helping them find who they want to be uh being a mentor but i think as a theater teacher we're a little different anyone in the arts not just theater but just in the fine and performing arts we get to see things that other teachers don't it makes me so incredibly happy and i'm so grateful to see it and it brings me such a smile to my face when i have you know watching my actors act uh it's a lot of fun um and so i'm working on that uh and that's gonna be such a good show uh, the junior version of andy is so funny uh, because the adult jokes are still in it. Some of the jokes from the original script are in it. And then they've changed some of it. So it makes sense for younger uh, performers. Uh, but I think my favorite change is the fact that they have Sandy the dog played by an actual... It's supposed to be played by a kid. And I did cast a kid because they told me they only wanted to play Sandy. And I said, okay. Um, and in the song tomorrow, you know, the sun will come out tomorrow. Um, there's a part where Annie goes tomorrow and then Sandy goes, bro, bro, bro. Uh, it's like Scooby-Doo decides to be the musical. Uh, it's and the way it's written in the script and the way it's supposed to sound is written like something you would imagine Scooby-Doo saying. Uh, so I'm working on that. Uh, I love getting to direct cause it's so different. I've been acting a lot recently, so it's a really fun to step back and uh, direct and, you know, put actor brain away. But the actor brain is not going away because I have taken my own advice. I tell my students at the end of each semester or quarter or however long they're in my class that, uh, you know, uh, and I've, you know, realized this more during a pandemic, uh, uh, not only because I'm in my mid-20s, but just also thanks to the pandemic is, Getting the chance to do what you want to do in life, follow what you wanted to do. Like, you know, if you wanted to be a teacher, go be a teacher. And I am a teacher. 90, you know, 97.99% of my heart is teach wanting to be a theater teacher. And I've wanted to be a teacher all my life. Uh, and being a theater teacher just is the cherry on top. But the rest of it, you know from what 99 to 100 the rest of it is being a performer and there's something in very in particular about being a performer that i that i want to follow and that's being a clown if you know me you know i'm obsessed with the circus i love the circus i've never been afraid of clowns uh anything like that i love the circus i've wanted to be in the circus forever uh and unfortunately in 2017 the show i wanted to be a part of closed so i didn't get to audition uh, Ringling Brothers and Barnum are maybe the greatest show on earth. Um, I just had one of my uh, guests, Jonathan Lee Iverson, who uh, was uh, a ringmaster with the show for a long time, and now he's with the Omnium Circus, which I'm going to see in a few weeks, and I can't wait. Uh, anyway, so 
so there's that. But, uh, you know, I, I wanted to try something. I thought, you know, what do I have to lose besides no thank you? Uh, but best of luck to you. Thank you for sending in an audition. I auditioned. I auditioned for Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus, uh, among quite a few other circuses. I sent my uh, uh, reel in that I created, and I've you know I- I'm very lucky to say I've gotten some really nice things back from people. Um, not saying they were going to hire me or they weren't going to hire me. Just more of wow, thank you for this. I enjoyed it. I really like blah 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 blah. And so you know I I tell my kids you know follow, do what the, do what makes you happy. And teaching makes me so happy. If I, in an ideal world, I would teach and I would be a performer. Yes, I love acting. I love doing classical plays uh, and occasionally a musical. But my first love, what got me into acting was the art of clowning. Uh, and, you know, the clown I've created, my version of a clown is not like, you know, I have no one to be the you know, caked on makeup, big red or yellow wig, um, the clown nose, you know, all this. Like, you know, my look is what I, in my head, it's, of course I have the clown nose and some other aspects, but it's not uh, your typical clown look. I go for the more European style, the more uh, realistic looking clown, if you will, Um, which I believe is a really strong piece because it shows you uh, uh, all about, uh, you know, how these clowns are real people. Um, and so I've auditioned, I've sent audition tapes, uh, tapes, reels, uh, a link, uh, for people to watch and, you know, whatever happens, happens. I can now say I've tried to be a clown professionally. Uh, of course I have a lot of room to, to grow and a lot of things to learn, but the worst thing that I can say is no, and that's okay. Cause I keep trying. Um, and, I don't want anyone to think I'm just falling back on teaching because, like I said, 98% of my heart is teaching. I just need a little bit of acting in there, and it's being fulfilled with the shows I've been in, the shows I'm directing, anything like that. And I love teaching because you know there's no better reward than teaching. However, an Oscar would be nice, or a Tony, maybe a Golden Globe. I don't see in my life me ever being anywhere near a Grammy Award. Um or a Heisman Trophy, although I'd like to own one. I think it'd be cool, like, randomly, if I was, like, a rich, famous actor. To be like, oh, yeah, I have the Super Bowl trophy just in my case over there. Uh, I don't watch football, really, uh, but I won the trophy in an auction, so it's just here. Um, I have a lot of dreams. I also want to own a Model T. That will happen. I will buy one or, you know, have one. That's not actually a Model T, but like, you know, something similar. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, so follow your dreams. Do what makes you happy. This podcast is what makes me happy. For a year, I've gotten to talk with so many great guests and so many wonderful people. Uh, and so thank you. Thank you so much for all those to all those people who have been a part of my podcast, come to listen to my podcast, uh, have asked to be on the podcast, because uh, people do that. Uh, and I, I'm always like, yes, absolutely. If not now, I, I want to have you on the show eventually. Um, I have a lot of fun surprises in store. Uh, so like I said, this is just a little uh, life update and stuff like that and celebrating the one-year anniversary of the somewhat happy hour. However, I have something planned uh, that will come out after the uh, actual uh, date 
of that will mark the anniversary of the show. But the somewhat happy hour, it means so much to me. I look forward to recording. I re- I look forward to hearing people respond and say, hey, I really enjoyed this, or that was a terrible episode. You should reconsider how you work the show. You know, hey, I love critics, uh, but don't break my heart. Uh, actually, I don't care. It's what you do. Uh, like, I'm a teacher. I get observed all the time, and my admin said, you don't seem to get nervous, or, you know, you don't come off as a nervous person. And I was like, well, to tell you the truth, I am an actor, and I'm very used to people judging me as I perform in front of them. Um, although when I teach, it's not quite the performance. I'm teaching about performance, so it's a little different. Uh, anyway, but happy one-year anniversary, somewhat happy hour. Wow. And it has been somewhat happy. You know, the somewhat happy hour, I, I thought of the name years ago when I wanted to have a live like cabaret concert show of me just talking and not even singing like somewhat happy songs, but just kind of like, you know, talking and, you know, random stories that I have. Uh, but I'm glad I did it in the podcast form uh, and didn't try to uh, make a live show. Although I will say this. A live show is not off the radar. I have plans, people. Plans to do the somewhat happy hour live with some great guests. Uh, but for now, you'll have to deal with a podcast. So this episode uh, is the 21st episode of the somewhat happy hour. Uh, just a little yay. But for now, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest, and of course, Hazel sitting behind me. Uh, I raise my glass of Lipton tea. I cheers to you. I thank you uh, for supporting me, for, for being here, and for being you. Hey, I, uh, I, I think I love you. I don't, oh, I made it weird. I made it weird. I'm probably going to have to cancel the show. The show's now going to get pulled. iHeartRadio will never. I can kiss Sirius. Sirius XM goodbye. Idiot. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest. And now, put your hands together for my pal, my stage wife, my editor, my songwriter friend, the one, the only. Take it away, dear. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show The drinks are over and we hope that you know If you're feeling down, just join the best It's the somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest <laughs>